0: Hey everyone and welcome to our Tuesday edition of the Scouting Report. Week 0 has come and gone. It was great to have college football back on TV. I was especially tuned into the Nebraska vs. Northwestern game, one in which uh, Northwestern 2 at played exactly the way they needed to to win the game. Nebraska showed some signs, looked like they might have a chance, but ultimately could not get it done many thoughts on that game i could go into um you know much more about both programs uh the differences the similarities and uh, just how close they are but that's not what we're here for today perhaps another time we can talk more about nebraska northwestern this week we will have our last two the way we define them summer reports we will get into our fall film uh, you know, most relevant film is the film that players are putting on tape now. That'll be really the start of what we call our final reports, our draft reports. Again, there's players that uh, early on in the 2020-22 se- season, we'll be able to kind of put a bow on them. We know exactly what they looked like based on last year, what they look like this year so far. Of course, you'll always watch some late tape, but. These will be the last two players this week that we'll watch strictly 2021 film on, um, and then we get really into that uh, 2022 film. As always, like, subscribe, and share this podcast on whatever platform you are listening. Head over to Twitter, find me at RightStepADV to leave me notes, comments, interact. With that, let's get in today's player. Today we're going to be looking at, from Georgia Tech, by way of Old Dominion, defensive lineman Keon White. Looking at the background of Keon, a sixth-year player now in his second season at Georgia Tech, was at Old Dominion for four seasons. So let's go back to the beginning. A single school offered Keon coming out of Garner, North Carolina. Okay, of course, that was Old Dominion. Played both tight end and defensive end throughout his high school years. Uh, really, you look at the profile on this player, just one of those guys that you know under the radar. Uh, maybe not a ton of future. Maybe the school didn't help him out. Again any number of factors could attribute to you know the fact that he was only recruited by old dominion maybe he had his mind made up and it didn't matter but uh, his only offer old dominion he's made it count Enrolled in 2017, where, as you expect, took that developmental redshirt year. I believe he was listed around 6'4", 230 coming out. So, again, that's a good size frame, good size player. But, again, took that developmental redshirt. 2018, uh, played on the offensive side, tight end, eight games starting, caught just 11 passes. Um, following that year, spring ball 2018, 2019, uh, spring ball. Moved over to the other side of the ball, put his hand in the dirt, Uh, Quickly got himself into the starting lineup, was a starter all 12 games there in the 2019 season. Ended up a second-team all-conference player. His 19 tackles for a loss put him tied for most all-time in a single season there at ODU. Of course, 2020, as uh, you talk about the player, you know, continuing to rise up, get more comfortable on the defensive side. COVID put a damper on that. Uh, Old Dominion did not play a season, did not play any games, and largely, I'm sure, didn't practice due to COVID. Um, It was after that he jumped in the portal, saw where the future was, headed uh, down to Atlanta, joined the Georgia Tech roster. After an injury uh, early on in his time there at Georgia Tech, he missed the first eight games before making a mark in the final four, played 94 total snaps. Um, You know, the Notre Dame game, he really showed up, played a number of snaps in that game, and you could really start to see some of the flashes there. His 2020 will be the final year, sixth year of eligibility, as he looks to keep climbing up the draft boards. His, you know, slightly over 6'4", 283-pound frame. Um, Again, he's going to be probably a a low four, you know, maybe four eight guy um again there's some times where maybe you could argue maybe the kid can flirt with the four sevens when he gets through the process but um again speed we'll talk about it not a huge part of his game 33 and a half inch arm length again that's a good number uh, again a guy that doesn't jump out in terms of his measurables um but he also doesn't leave you like, oh, man, we just wish he really had something more here. Again, 6 fourths good, 283. Again that's a good spot. You know, team preference is going to have him up or down, 33 and a half inch arms, That's a good number. Yeah, let's see if more speed more explosive. But uh, again, he's going to be in the fat part of the bell curve with that arm length. So uh, let's talk about the player. First is strengths. This guy is a natural rusher. Shows up, uh, again, really in his limited snaps in 2021. Uh, Again, you go back, a guy that has TFLs, really just dominated his level of competition um, in his first year as a defensive end. But this guy has a sufficient, uh, just a a really natural rusher. So sufficient initial get off, good first step, heats up ground, on his first step off the line of scrimmage. Works edges naturally, both on the inside and on the outside when he's rushing the passer. Uh, his slither, his bend, and, you know, his ability to get inside in gaps and uh, just kind of slip blocks, really just a natural flow to his game. You can probably see some of the offensive player. I wouldn't be surprised if this guy was a pretty good basketball player with the way he moves. Um, though he's still a developing guy as a rusher, there's just things that he does very naturally that you should be able to continue and, and build on. Um, and then another is strengths. I've mentioned a little bit his upside. This guy does natural things on the football field, especially in terms of his pass rush. Teams are going to like that development mental upside Um, still in a lot of ways a young defensive football player Um, again one year at old dominion two years at georgia tech time with covid with injuries again not a ton of time really getting to work on the fine aspects of the game teams will really like those traits that they see on film and um you just look at his football life he's still really young as a you know defensive end on the weaknesses side uh, this guy is not particularly strong in the run game. Again, if you want to chalk it up to strength, which I'm sure he'll improve on, awareness, again, playing defensive line, uh, just learning the position. He does not have a great feel for the run game. Gets washed off the spot by two blockers, really struggles to anchor down. Does not consistently stay square. He'll get you know sealed out of a lane. He'll turn his hips, do those kinds of things. Again, just lack of awareness. Um, struggles to lock out and shed, again, a strength issue. Uh, maybe just uh, an understanding of what he needs to be doing down in down out all things that you should continue to improve on um i expect a big jump on those things again a full year full off season full spring ball uh there with the uh, yellow jackets and and you're talking about a player that's going to show improvement there i am sure and then another weakness, speed. Speed's not going to be a huge part of this guy's game, uh, though the frame may suggest a guy that could lighten up and be a 3-4 outside linebacker. I don't see that. Um, again, initial reaction is looking at his measurables. Maybe it rings a bell for him. Maybe then you put on the tape and it doesn't look that way. Um This guy looks like he's best in the short area again five to ten yard range in the box be a hand down guy probably end up kicking inside if anything Um, anytime you get to see this player chasing out in space again he looks more like a a strength power you know inside box guy as opposed to a guy that's going to be playing in space a whole lot so what do we see on film an even front defensive end plays anywhere from a five to a seven tech in base defense will kick to a four eye in some sub looks and is primarily going to be a one gap player uh, looks natural in his stance gets down there well plays from uh, almost always a three-point stance out on the edge slightly cocked but uh, is going to play square at times as well Sufficient initial get off. You can see him reading and thinking at times, especially when stunts in games. Um, That's really, again, another one of the spots where having not played a ton of defensive line to get a lot of bodies around, he fits have to be just right again, he just doesn't have a great feel for it and can be a little bit slow when he's trying to work in stunts and games. Uh, he does cover ground with his first step. He's got a good one, two, three, putting pressure on tackles. Um, again, you saw it at Old Dominion, you saw it some at Georgia Tech, uh, just sufficient edge speed. Uh, as a rusher, he uses a good long arm inside, both left and right. Stabs it to the neck. Um, again, you see some of the power game there as well as when he gets down the middle. Again, he's got enough speed with the power and the long arm that he uses that is going to threaten tackles, which is all you need. All you need is at least have enough to put the threat of that in his mind. Again, you get guys really rocking backwards um, as blockers. That's when you run down the middle, running back into the quarterback's lap. Uh, this guy wins with a combination um, of that, you know, really speed and speed to power more than anything. Effort, slither, slippery when he can be. Um, again, with this combination, he's going to, you know, have plenty of opportunities to win at the ACC level. He will have to develop uh, the arsenal, continue to put things together as he moves forward. Um, in the run game, he does lack strength, as we talked about, both one and two gap situations. He can control one blocker at the point but he's consistently going to be late to lock out and shed. Um, Not going to make a ton of plays in the gap right now like he should. Uh, Again, turns the shoulders and the hips more than you want. It's not an impactful defensive run player right now. Um, At Old Dominion, you talked about the 19 TFLs, Um, again, you just saw a player that was physically more dominant than a lot of the blockers he was going against. It didn't matter what he was doing, what the assignment was, he's going to end up in the backfield around the ball carrier, he's going to finish there. So, uh, not quite the case at the Power 5 level at Georgia Tech in the ACC, but again, we'll continue to see just all aspects of his game continue to develop. Uh, this player does chase, play with effort, learning to finish the right way as a tackler. Uh, nat- not a naturally violent player, not nasty, but he's going to do the job I expect the tackling and some of the finish to go up as well. So, who were some of my player comparisons? Um, you know, right away, the body type, the way, way this guy operated uh, from an explosive speed standpoint. I saw some Josh Pascal um, out of Kentucky. So Josh was a second round pick of the Detroit Lions uh, this year's draft. I had done Josh for a few years in my role. For all I liked about Josh, the second round was uh, a couple rounds higher than I thought he would go, where my grade was on him. Uh, Josh, now you're talking about with Josh Pascal, a seasoned player, knows how to play the run, knows how to play the pass. A um, lot more naturally strong at this point than Keon is. Uh, but again, similar explosive traits, similar speed traits. Um and uh, that's where that's where I really saw the similarities. I think Josh is going to be a good, solid contributor at the NFL again in that more that fourth round range. Um, second round, I, th- I don't think you're going to be able to get the sacks and the down in, down out impact. Um, that, that maybe the Lions are expecting there. But again, um, a player that can play outside, play inside. Josh is also an unbelievably good human being that's overcome a ton. So, uh, you know, Detroit continue to looking for that as well. But again, you're talking about the speed, the explosiveness, um, guys that are going to win with their, uh, with their technician, with the effort, and with some of their versatility um again i see some similarities uh you talk josh maybe add on a little bit of weight same thing with keon get closer to 300 pounds maybe end up as three uh, full-time three techs we'll just see if it all sorts out there but um, again the way they operate with their hand down i saw some similarities there another guy romeo okora so romeo has been in the nfl a few more years has Um, and has been a continued to develop each year type of guy. Romeo, high motor guy that cut his teeth on special teams early on, was a role player, come in, you know, fill in a role on the back end of defenses, you know, help rotate, has just kept on getting better. Um, Keon developmentally, uh, now to where he's at, just got paid now, you know, more recently, um, I see the same, thing, same same kind of thing with Keon. Now, Keon's a little bit further ahead athletically and with where he's at um, in terms of just kind of his natural movement and flexibility. But you'd start talking about players who maybe are going to be really roll fringe rotational guys early that are going to continue to develop similar styles in the way they win with lack of explosiveness explosiveness. um, I see some similarities there with Romeo. Either way, both good NFL players that are going to be ready to go for a number of years. So where do I ultimately see this player going in the NFL? Um, I'm excited to see this player, the steps that he's taken. Right now, I'd throw this uh, a fourth round grade on this guy. If he didn't play another snap in 2022, I still think this guy has probably fourth round traits to go off of. Um, I do think he's a prime candidate to move himself up boards day three, um, you know off of day three, you know into day two, maybe even start to flirt with day one with the healthy productive 2022 season. Again, you start talking about the natural natural rush traits uh, for a player this size. Um, again, that good year at Georgia Tech is really going to help him climb. Teams are going to like where this player can go. Coaches are going to like what they get and, you know, the ball of clay that they can continue to mold and develop. Um, whether he stays outside as a defensive end or ends up as that 3 uh, full-time three-tech is going to be um, a good question. See where the weight's at this year, see where he ultimately wants to go. Um, either way, he's going to be in a good spot to uh, get to the quarterback as a situational rusher at uh, early on in his career, so Keon, good luck. Go out there, get some sacks, move yourself into that day one consideration. I am excited to watch these players. We get uh, some 2022 film in. So, one more summer report to get going on Thursday before we fully get into our 2022 film. Nothing like new film coming in for a scout. Always, you know, one of the more fun times a year where you can really dive in and see what players have done in the off season. Continue to listen, share with friends, let me know who you want to hear and what topics as we get into the fall season. As of this uh, coming out on Tuesday, most teams are down to their 53 players. Whether that's hit the wire or not, we will see. Uh, Take time to listen to last week's Wednesday special, learning all about cut down time, what the process is like, and how these teams are going to be building their practice squads. We are officially into football season, and in all you do, as always, keep scouting.